Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the Show and Tell podcast, a fun-filled nostalgic chat reminiscing about toys we remember or wished we'd had. It's Ellen and Naomi and we're your hosts of the the Show and Tell podcast. (laughs) Now, previous episodes, we have discussed such delights as Furby, Barbie, that classic, baby toy dolls, and... A range of other things, including Lego and one of my personal favourites, Playmobil. So, in today's episode, we're going to be looking at a slightly wider range of uh, toys in a certain genre. Um, Potentially more kind of interactive social area of toys, you might argue. So, Naomi, would you like me to give you some clues as to what kind of toy genre we're looking at today? Uh, yes, please. Excellent. I'm glad you said that. It would have been awkward if you hadn't. So <laughs> evidence of the first examples of this kind of toy uh, have been found in Egypt dating back to 31,000 BC. So mm. 3,100 BC, I should say. Uh, in 2019, the global market for this kind of toy uh, was believed to be worth around $13 billion dollars. So definitely worth investing in. And there are cafes which are dedicated to this particular kind of toy to keep you nourished and refreshed while you're using these kind of toys. So Naomi, what are we talking about today? Today we are looking at board games. Yeah. So Naomi, what are your sort of when when someone says to you board games, what what sort of first things come to your mind? Right, I am thinking Monopoly. Excellent. Um, I'm thinking like frustration. Ooh. I'm thinking of um, games that come in a box, basically. Very good. And yeah. we say they're called board games, but really we tend to think of other kinds of games, like tabletop kind of games, don't yeah. necessarily have a board, do they? No, exactly. Yeah, tabletop kind of games. Um, yeah, games that you can like sit around and play on the floor or that you can sit around a table and play mm-hmm. like very family friendly i would say type yeah type games mm. um yeah group group activities mm. more kind of social element yeah yeah sometimes but that it depends who you play with though because sometimes it can mm. be stressful this is very true yeah it's it's it can bring out the best and also the worst in some people it has to be said yeah not yeah. in a terrible kind of a way, but you, you do learn something about yourself and other people when you sit down to play one of these board games. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, I have fond memories of playing board games because I, I think I associate board... I think lots of people associate board games with Christmas, but mm. I associate it with, um, like, summer holidays. Oh, nice. Good. And so, like, when me and my brother were little, like, if my mum had time off work or if mm-hmm. we were staying at our grandma's or something like playing mm. games to, to kind of pass the time yeah um, so yeah fond fond memories I think mm. How about you? yeah I mean I, I completely know what you mean like I think you know we used to play like Monopoly and stuff at Christmas um and I guess it, it's interesting you raised that isn't it because it's kind of times that like you said like summer holidays and stuff when everyone's sort of like together in the house at the same time and you kind of you need something to do which makes me wonder mm. how many people up and down the country you know during the multiple lockdowns that we're currently enjoying yeah. how many people are you know finding distractions and, and joy and <laughs> potential family conversations 
conflicts in yeah. a board game yeah yeah mm. and also i think like talking about lockdown and being in the pandemic and stuff if you're living by yourself um then also like lots of games are are online now as well or like there's mm. versions of board games that you can play yeah. digitally virtually with other people so mm. board games are um like weirdly they with all the technology that we have there's a way of playing them differently but also mm. they're just they're just fun and they seem like mm. old-fashioned fun but actually i think it's really good for us to play away from our screens as well mm. yeah oh definitely um, yeah so they've really stood the test of time though haven't they like mm. what do you think it is about board games that they've lasted so long they haven't seemed to have gone out of fashion that is a good point i guess i mean i suppose it's about that kind of like interaction isn't it with other people and you kind of everyone has a, a lot of people have a you know a competitiveness and so you enjoy so and if it can kind of get your imagination then you can really kind of engage in it and sort of like you know get involved in like another world of your game if you like and I guess like as well like games are constantly kind of like you kind of say really they're they're all constantly kind of updated as well aren't they I like I mean oof, it'd be yeah. interesting to look at how many versions of Monopoly there are you know because you've got like I mean obviously it started I presume the first one was was it London the first one I think that the original rather than American I'm assuming but tweet me if you at pod show and tell if uh, you know for definite uh what the first Monopoly game was um but then, you know, you have so many different colours, like you get different cities, like we've got one for Oxford. You know, I think there's a, there's a National Trust one where you can, you know, buy different National Trust properties. Um, there's, a, there's an ABBA one, I believe, based around the band ABBA. I don't quite know what you're buying as you go through, but yes, there is an ABBA board game. You're looking oh. shocked and inspired by that idea. So, but yeah, so I suppose that's the thing is that they can always kind of constantly, um, like, reinvent themselves like i'm sure there was a version of monopoly that had like was it like an electronic i'm sure wasn't there a version of monopoly with like credit cards and stuff i'm sure i've really? seen that somewhere yeah so no so there you are you see it's constantly evolving and changing and that is why they become relevant to us in everyday lives mm, very good i i mm. wonder that you know what there should be like a harry potter one I'm sure there is one. i'm there sure is. there must be. there's definitely well i mean games like cluedo as well I'm sure Cluedo, there's a Harry Potter Cluedo. Probably, yeah. We've there's got, a Downton um, one. We've got a Simpsons one. Oh. I've never Who really killed played... Mr. Burns? Is it that one? I don't remember. I haven't played it in a really long oh. time. I I don't know. I never really... I think I came to Cluedo, like, quite late. So I oh. never really got, like, the... Mm. it didn't really catch on for me. It wasn't really, like, mm. one of my favourites. So I'm not... I don't have enough memories or... I haven't played it enough times to feel any way about it. Fair. I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I just liked being the donut because that's fun. There was a donut, as in one of the moving yeah. pieces in, in Cluedo. So was it that someone could oh, get? Was this Monopoly or? Cluedo? Oh, maybe it's Monopoly. No, but there is. We do have a Cluedo one as well. Okay, basically, I'm confused. <laughs> I just know that there's a donut. Mm. So that might be the Monopoly one, but then there's. Also but is the donut? Is the donut one maybe of the weapon. like weapons? Yeah, because someone could have got killed with a donut. Yeah. It's perfectly feasible. Right, well, tweet us at Podshine. Basically, <laughs> it's your responsibility to correct. Exactly. We're <laughs> desperate us. to learn. This is an, a learning experience for us. So please yeah. make sure, help us to know. And what if you had any favourite versions of Monopoly or Cluedo or any of these kind of games, tweet us, you know, which were your favourites. What kinds of Monopoly and Scrabble and Cluedo? I don't know about Scrabble. I don't know how many versions of Scrabble you can have. But what mm -hmm. kinds of Cluedo and Monopoly and different board games would you like to see that maybe you've never seen? 
yeah what opportunities it just goes to show though like if i don't remember if it was cluedo or not it obviously didn't make a big impression i suppose that's it isn't it kind of depends when it was sort of out and when you played it and all sorts yeah Mm. yeah what about what what kind of board games do you remember sort of growing up what were your sort of favorites uh i would say monopoly even Mm. though i always cried because i always lost same yeah (laughs) because i just i just I bought the colours that I liked. So I didn't <laughs> That's fair enough. Were, were you ever any good at that idea? You know, when you were like, you were supposed to be able to like do deals with people and sell. Has anybody ever said to you, yeah, sure, I'll sell that one? No. No, because I played with my brother. So he was always oh. being like, well, your choices are either this bad thing or this bad thing. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're making it not fun. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Um, I mean, is that... That sibling love that comes out during board games. Isn't it? Yeah, I was just a crybaby and I couldn't oh. play strategically. <laughs> board games are stressful when you're a child, okay? Yeah. I think that's fair to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? I like frustration because I guess, I mean, that's not, I don't know if that's like a board game, board game, but it's like a tabletop game. Mm. And I like pressing the, the, bu- the button. I to can't the- remember frustration. Remind me. I mean, I remember the name, but. Yeah, but it's just, I guess it goes by other names, but it's like, you know, you have your four different colours mm. and they're all in their houses and then you press six and if you have get a six, you press, you pop, you press the poppy mm. thing. That has oh, the, the thing with the dice in it. it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you press it and if you get a six, you can come out of the house <gasps> and then you just like, you have to go once around the board before. Is that like Ludo game. as well? I guess that, yeah. Ludo yeah. and we had a game called Cop It, I remember as well which sounds quite oh, similar. It was, it was quite an old one. I think it was supposed to be my mum's or my dad's when they were like little or younger. Oh. And uh, I seem to remember, yeah, they, they were little kind of pointy like uh, counters. And I think you had to like move them between different kind of like say corners of the board. And I think they were supposed to be like chased by a police officer or something. Oh, okay. Hey, stop it. Yeah, I sure, I'm sure that ca- there was a, like a police officer came into it somewhere. Yeah, but Ooh. I don't, yeah. My other favourite, it came back to me today while I was thinking about it, was I had this board game that I loved and it was called Days of the Week. And I don't remember much about it, but it had, I remember the board had teddy bears on it. And I think it was obviously aimed at I know. And it was from the early learning centre. I think I got it for my birthday or something. And it was aimed at obviously teaching you like days of the week and, and like dates and stuff. And I think something came into it like, you know, oh, you pick up this card. Oh, you know, it's your birthday. You get five pounds you know that kind of thing i don't remember much about the rules of it but i remember this board game being like oh yeah days of the week can we play days of the week so that was fun and we had one i was given as well i must have been given loads of games for my birthday but like it was cool do you remember clifford the big red dog yeah yes well i had a board (laughs) that's the song I mean, that was adorable, so thank you for sharing. Um, but, like, it was a memory game. And, again, I can't quite remember, but, like, I think... There was a, well, oh, hey, there you go. Um, there was a... I'm sure there was a pouch, and you had to sort of remember what was on the different cards or something. I can't remember. Ooh, talking of cards, I mm. had um, Playdays cards, and I think they it was like pears or something. And I remember being really, really small. I loved Playdays. I loved Lizzie. Mm. She was the puppet, and I I loved her so much. And um, I don't know if I ever properly, 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 properly played the game, but I just remember like looking at all the cards and all the pictures. And it, mm. yeah, I guess it would have been pears like matching them up and stuff. But 
Awesome. That's were really fun. Mm. And like happy families and stuff as well. Yeah, yeah, oh, I remember yeah. those. Yeah. And playing Snap. And mm. I like, I mean, this isn't a board game, but I'm just think it just makes me think of like games that you play on the floor or on the table. Mm. But I loved um, like doing puzzles as well. Mm. And so like my, I think, I guess from early learning centre was something like, if we went to stay with my grandma, she would buy a puzzle and we'd sit together doing it. And that was mm. really much Aww. fun and, and nice and you, you could get ones that were like um you could get like photo like disney stills so one of them was like 101 dalmatians another one was jungle oh, book yeah. and one was kind of ravensburger i think that the name of mm. the company is like yeah yeah chunky puzzles mm. um and they were always like really good fun to just yeah to mm. to play but i remember that that that's what made up an afternoon of like board games it's like frustration monopoly puzzles mm. like so much variety yeah i am um, they there was a game that one of my cousins bought it was called it's called pass the bomb and the bomb is a timer mm. and it's it's like a word game and you kind of how it works exactly <gasps> like you I remember this one. Yeah, yeah it's like a collection of letters mm. and instead of scrabble where you have to make words from it it's like whatever word has so it might be ing so it might be like you know think of yes many words you can that have ing mm. together like that in, in the words and mm. the bomb would be like the timer and if you know if you if you run out of time the bomb explodes like that something like that but i remember that being like that i remember like an a, advert or something i think for that yeah right okay so yeah so i remember that being like a just a different ver- i never really played i didn't grow up with scrabble but like mm. pass the bomb was something that like if cousins came around if there was like family thing that's something that the kids could play together so it's like quite an interactive words game mm. um but what kind of games i'm asking i'm saying that because i want to ask what kind of games did you prefer like did you like did you like mm. word games or did you like chasing kind of speed Ooh. games um i don't i think no i don't think i was massively into word games we did have a game of scrabble that I think my sister had, she had like a, a version that was like junior Scrabble. So I had like a, a simplified version on one side and like proper adult Scrabble, not adult, yeah. you know what I mean? On the yeah. other side. Um, uh, trying to think, to be honest. I remember, like I say, there was, um, yeah, there was days of the week. We had a game as well called uh, Penguin Pileup, which was great. Oh. So it was like this, it had this um, plastic like iceberg with various kind of like platform levels on it. And it went on this kind of, um, I don't know whether you call it like a pivot or something, so that it would basically be unsteady and it would swing. Mm. And so you had these little plastic penguins that you would pile up, put on the, the different areas of the iceberg. And whoever um, tipped the iceberg, who, you know, tipped the balance of the iceberg yeah. and everything fell off, they lost and the other person won. Is it so like that Jenga? Was, I suppose it is in a way, but it was like, it was deliberately kind of unsteady you know if you imagine kind of doing Jenga on kind of a deliberately wonky platform yeah yeah and that's kind of like what that was but that was that was great yeah that sounds cool that sounds fun it was good fun I seem to remember it was yeah it was it was a personal favorite for a little while in our house do you have any sort of envy of any board games that you remember thinking oh I'd love that Not that I can think of, to be honest. Uh, no, no, no. How about you? I seem to remember, like, one of the big board games that was always really popular, Mousetrap. I never had Mousetrap. No. 
and I don't know that I'd have been particularly fussed, but I was always kind of mildly interested to see what it was and how yeah. it worked. Or like um, Hungry Hippos. I was never, ju- say I never wanted yeah. it, but like, I just saw it on TV all the time, mm, or in the yeah. August catalogue. Mm, oh, you know, rest in peace. Yeah. There. Mm. Yeah, I was I was gonna say Hungry Hippos. So like those ones that kind of constantly in your face, and you're like, oh, oh, yeah. I've, I've not played that game. Yeah. And I don't know how much fun it would have been. And obviously, again, if you were a big big fan of uh, Hungry Hippos or yeah. Mousetrap, please do tweet us at Podshow and tell and tell us exactly your you know nostalgic memories of said games. Yeah, yeah. please mm. do. Yeah. yeah. Another favourite we had um, Operation. Right. Okay. See, I remember a particularly embarrassing episode of Operation where sure. it was Christmas, funny. Or was it Christmas? Uh, it was dark outside. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> it was dark outside and we were with family that we not don't usually see that often. So that's mm-hmm. why I think it might have been Christmas around Fair that enough. time. <laughs> and I remember it was my turn and I I hadn't, you know, it, it Operation is, it buzzes when you Mm. quite stressful to be fair yeah yeah there's tiny pliers I'm actually quite big pliers in a tiny space yeah. to turn the thing up but i i'm interrupting you carry on well i remember t- taking the the pliers or the tweezers whatever they were and not even being near anything and not touching anything and it buzzing oh, yeah and they were like okay go again because that doesn't count and it happened all the time and then everyone started laughing at me and they're like Naomi what's wrong with you like every time you do it it buzzes and I'm like I haven't even got near it that's quite stressful did you just go and like hover over it with your hand and be like maybe it was static or something (laughs) yeah Yeah. because it it hadn't physically touched anything Um, and everyone started laughing and I was like oh I don't like operation (laughs) no that's quite yeah that's that's quite traumatic when you're not that old yeah oh Um, but yeah, but I've so I've played Operation since or b- before then, and yeah, even even when that doesn't happen to you, like it is quite stressful. Like I don't mm. find it fun. No, I mean I guess I quite enjoy the challenge of it, mm. but I if I played it very, we didn't play it that often, and I think the battery went flat in his nose. Having mm. thought about it, maybe people took the battery out so that it wasn't so annoying. I can't remember, but yeah. <laughs> So, mm, yeah, I think it, yeah, because especially when you've got like, you know, not that steady hands and you're trying to, yeah, that's quite frustrating. Especially when people take the easy ones out first and you're left with the more yeah. difficult ones. Oh, that's mean. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like it's more stressful with the more people you play it with. Yes. Because it's not the kind of game, because <coughs> of what the game is, you can't, it's not like a counting game or a mm. monopoly or something where things are happening all the time. It's yeah. just like, oh, I'll wait five minutes until you slowly take out whatever body part it mm. is. Yeah, that's true. And you've got like, yeah, if one person takes quite a long time on one thing, then it just, yeah. and then you've got several, yeah. And also, the more people there are, the quicker, the easier stuff's going to go as well, isn't it? That's true. So you're yeah. left with really difficult stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Where do you stand on games like, Dungeons and Dragons. Not strictly got a board, but you know, it's a tabletop kind of game. Well, I have never played it and I actually I really want to. And funny enough, before pandemic, mm-hmm. I was looking into like how do I where do I start? How do I start? Because mm. also 
I really want to play it because I just think like it's all about imagination and stuff mm. I think it could be really fun but then I also know that lots of people are very intense and, and people have had games that last for like months or whatever like they need mm. it, it, it carries on and I'm like uh, yeah I, I would love to play I just don't know where to start who to start with how mm. do I do it and can they go easy on me <laughs> but, <laughs> please but like, yeah, yeah but even like in um and there's an episode of, an I- of the IT crowd where they play mm. that, or they play a version of that, and I'm like, oh, it sounds like so much fun, like mm. to just use your imagination like that. And in the Big Bang Theory, they do it. Mm. Well, oh yes, like, very oh, much. I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, have you played it? Can you, can you play with me? <laughs> do you know what? I would love to. I feel like I have played it once, and mm. I I'm in awe of people who fully understand the rules and know exactly what's going. I I mean, I, I played it once, and my memory of it was obviously because you're playing with some people who play it all the time and know their character inside out and know exactly what their character would do and you know don't need to think about you know their strategies or anything but you know they they can go on their own kind of journey and it spent we spent quite a long time creating the character because there you get I think you get like sheets and there are kind of categories and you have to choose from and stuff so that took me quite a long time to kind of get my head around with that because I don't have any of the shorthand okay and then we did start playing a game and because obviously someone is the dungeon master so they've like they've created and again if you're a, a, an avid dnd please you know tell me when i'm getting this wrong because i would love to learn more um so they've created the setting and the different kind of rules and everything for where you're going to go and i really enjoyed like the story of it and kind of going with it but i it it would take me a long time i think to understand exactly what i'm supposed to do when because i was that person going Oh, is it me? Oh, right. What, what, what do I do now? And, you know, when someone kind of slowly talks me through each step, like, oh, roll your dice to see, you know, how well you do in this conflict moment, you know, yeah. battle, whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel like when you get your head around all the little details and rules, really good fun to lose yourself in it. I just feel like I'm a long way behind being able to do that for myself. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know what? You can buy sets and everything, like starter kits that have got, like, the dice in it, the, you know, I think, instruction books and because my sister bought it like oh. a couple of years ago and then we didn't get to do it very often but and I think we were again we were going to kind of do it more kind of before pandemic and it all just ran away but like yeah so yeah let's let's okay let's let's set up our own D game at some point we will oh. buy the stuff and we will we'll have a go together because you know if everyone's at the same speed no one's going to get frustrated yeah. and yeah we can all learn together yeah that's true yeah mm. also like does the dun- is the dungeon master is that is that a fun role because it seems mm. like you're the one who's like the referee. yeah well yeah i mean i suppose i, I don't oh, know D D people gonna hate me no no well, you know you're showing an interest and you want to learn and that's i mean i i don't want to sound like i'm authority on it because i don't know that much <laughs> myself but from my experience i don't know whether it's possible for the person as the dungeon master to play as a character as well no. but I suppose if you enjoy, yeah, and you set up the scenario and and you kind of keep track of what's going and stuff. So, I guess you have to kind of enjoy that kind of storytelling. I don't want to call it an admin role because that makes it sound really boring. But yeah. Mm. Listen, admin is hard. It is. A lot of responsibility. Exactly. And we respect everyone who works very hard doing admin. So thank you people in the world. Yes.
Yes. As, as someone who has been in that role, yes. Mm, fair, <laughs> respect, fair enough. Respect mm-hmm. to your admin team. Um, <laughs> Show them the love. Exactly. Mm. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, that's, I'm up for that. I think yeah. that would be really good fun. There you are, see. You've heard yeah. it here first, guys. The Pod Show and Tell Dungeon and Dragons League. Yeah. Please, um, again, yeah, as Ellen said before, tweet us at Pod Show and Tell give us some guidance on this D&D thing because we want to get involved. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. So, in terms of games that... You, you're not obviously a, um, an avid dun- Dungeons and uh, Dragons player. Are there any sort of games not that yet. you... Not yet. exactly. I mean, it's all a journey and, you know, by the end of whatever lockdown scenario happens, you know, we could all be experts. So we look forward to that. But what kind of board games do you sort of, do you, do you play board games? Do you kind of go, oh yeah, I enjoy that one. What, you know, what kind of thing? Um, I don't think it's changed that much, much since childhood, to be honest. Um, I think, I guess I don't really play them that much anymore because Oh, maybe I did if I had people to play them with. <laughs> um, uh, I haven't played Monopoly for a while, so I'd like to give that a go again. Um, mm. I've actually been playing Frustration. We've still got that one. Um, That's cool. So we've been playing that uh, mm. at home. That's good. Um, I'd like to play Scrabble just because I've never, I've never had that game, um, and I've only ever played it if someone else has been so you don't have your own scrabble set no no. oh i feel like it's a rite of passage well exactly if you want to gift us any games you can do that please you know exactly it's fine we'll we'll review them for you and uh we'll retweet your generosity so thanks for that yeah Yeah. have you ever sort of sorry no i'm saying just scrabble would be good yeah how about you yeah i sort of what's i quite like sort of i like quiz games so I like things like Trivial Pursuit I won't pretend that I'm any good at Trivial Pursuit because some of the I mean some of the questions on there I mean it's quite an old set they're not that old but you know going back yeah. probably about 20 years that we've got which I guess are kind of beyond you know your sort of general knowledge area yeah mostly but I quite like games like that and also yeah that, that kind of thing uh I've run out of words I don't know what I'm saying um have you had sort of any games that you found really difficult that just don't make any sense and you completely lost um probably cluedo because <laughs> mm. i've not played it that much that's fair um, yeah not games that i think more games that i find kind of boring like connect four like oh, after yeah. i've had one or two rounds of it then i'm ready to move on I really can't get on board with Connect Four. It's just tedious. Although, did you know? Was it? It was rumored that uh, Captain Cook originally played one of the first versions of Connect Four on well, one of his adventures. Because there's a rumor that I don't, I don't think is true, but mm. it's just funny that um, was it David um, Bowie who <laughs> said. I did, I did read that rumor. Yes, but I think wasn't it made up by a DJ? It, was, it turned out Probably, like someone like Stuart McConaughey yeah. or something. But it would be nice to believe that he created it, wouldn't it? I feel like David Bowie would sort of create a more out there, quirky game than Connect Four. Yeah. <laughs> I think there Ooh. are more. Sorry. Carry on. Go ahead. No, I, I just thought if you, talking of creating, creating games, if you mm. were to create your own board game, oh. what would it be? 
I like that question. Um, hmm. I always quite like the idea of more a card game, maybe, but like, Ooh. but kind of a tabletopy kind of game based around like I don't know, making either because we know we know how much we like Jane Austen and Regency. So there are lots of card games based around that. But the other idea I, I quite like the idea of is like a card game where you're kind of like trying to find your way in the music industry, and you know, sort of like, oh, pick up this card, you get, you know, this is your record deal, and then oh, you pick up oh. this card, do you like, you know, I don't know, something like that. You yeah. know, one of those kind of like career kind of okay creative games what about That's you um i think mine would be like an adventure game where like along the way like you'd have to roll the dice and complete missions but they'd be like quite Ooh. fun ones like it might mm. be you'd have to find something in your house or like Ooh. like a treasure hunt or some mm. kind of draw this thing or you have to make up a song or whatever it might mm. be like creative challenges along the way um, so i wonder if you'd enjoy i've not ever played it but there's a taskmaster board game isn't there which has oh, got a variety of different tasks so oh. we should try that as well sometime that will be Maybe yeah. we should have an episode where we play a game and just record us playing it that would be good i could go along with that you know a, yeah. a, a, a podcast along yeah games Definitely. evening that would be fun yeah mm. Mm. i remember in terms of kind of difficulty and kind of confusing games my sister got an amazing game once I think it was the year I got Cluedo for Christmas and she got a chicken run board game huh. and I don't think we ever quite worked out how to play it it was one of those really it was a kids game hmm. but it was like really convoluted and complicated and I don't think it was one of those kind of like almost prison break kind of games you know but like set in chicken run and like trying to break them out of Tweedy's farm and stuff and it was yeah to this day I don't think any of us really worked out how we were gonna you know play this no. game but it was a nice spend, board game. Yeah. I mean, you want to spend more... You want to just start playing, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The biggest turn-off for me on a board game is when you take out the instruction book and it's, like, thick and you've got to yeah. work out the basics. But then Monopoly is a bit oh, like that. Yeah. I guess the advantage with Monopoly is that enough people have played it that someone probably knows how to play it. Yeah. You know, the best thing about a board game is when you've got someone who's already played that game and they can say, okay, it's fine, I'll talk you through it. Because yeah. if you've got to pick up the sheet with like, you know, tiny writing with like six hours worth of instructions, you're like, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know. Mm. Yeah. But it's um, interesting, like we're talking about board games and things like that, because chess and checkers mm. and those kind of games are mm. like some of the oldest, some mm. of the chess has its own very own um sort of culture intellectual kind of it's associated with mm. wisdom and logic and all of it's these so things true. like it's very yeah. high a highbrow game but mm -hmm. it's one of the longest one of the oldest games in history mm -hmm. so not that i can play it <laughs> wouldn't have a clue but yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's like a byword for kind of in, like intellect isn't it like yeah yes mm. yeah Speaking of uh, long games, actually, uh, I read somewhere that the longest game of Monopoly lasted for 70 days. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, quite, quite a dedication to, uh, to playing a game, I'll be honest. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Would dedication. you sort of pack up a game and come back to it for 69 consecutive days? <laughs> no. <laughs> Straight answer. No BS, just, just gone. Yeah. 
Apparently, one third of homes in America. On the game. Well, that's true. Okay, what are there any games that you would happily play conceivably for ten weeks without stopping? I've, I can see how with like an imagination type game mm. like Dungeons and Dragons, you could get lost. Yeah, that's true. That's fair. Because there, there are some games that, that I've played that are like kind of adventure games and it's one of those things where you have to do solve little kind of puzzles and stuff along the way and kind of like defeat different things and, and blah blah yeah. blah. Um, we were playing it once with some friends and every time we, we lost a little bit we then restarted again and just to try and get over that I and mean, each time you kind of got a little bit further and that game went on for not like days but like it went on for a little while. <laughs> And I think we probably beat it in the end. We might have ever slightly cheated one or two elements. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. you got to do. Well, oh, this is true. What about, would you play this game if it was a real game, Jumanji? <sighs> well, I wouldn't want to die. And I wouldn't want anyone that I was playing with to die. But I feel like... A monkey. Well, that's... Well, you know, there are probably worse things, if we're honest. <laughs> um... <laughs> I mean, if it was the kind of game where, like, there wasn't any actual genuine peril, but it was that kind of level of excitement, then that sounds like fun. Do you know what I mean? One of those kind of, like, there wasn't any real peril, but, you know, kind of genuinely yeah. engaging kind of like, tasks and activities, that would be quite good fun. Yeah. What about you? Would you play Jumanji? I think if it was, like, a a softer version of If it was mm. all the adventure, but none of the consequences. None of the death, then that's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. Mm. Great film though. I Very... haven't seen the remake, so I don't know. No, I've seen some of the original. I'm not sure I've ever watched all of it, but yeah. Mm. But interesting, yeah. Use of a board game as uh, in in film. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I can. I mean, I guess there's Wizards Chess and Harry Potter is another important yeah. interpretation of of games. Yeah. What about things like Cranium? I've never played Cranium. No, we got a uh, like a, a mini version of it once which what, I quite like. so what is cranium so cranium is do you know what you're testing me now because I'll probably get this wrong but like basically it's, it's a, if you think of Pictionary you know where you have to like draw the thing on the card and people have to guess what it is you've drawn right yeah so I think cranium is kind of like an extension of that so like as well as drawing a picture to get people to guess what what the thing is on the card there's also um, some modelling clay, so you have to model the thing that you're make that, that's on the oh. card. I think there's a charades version of it. Um, there's possibly even a singing version. So it's like it's kind of like Pictionary, but taken to different medias, if you okay. like. And again, if out there you're thinking, no, that's completely wrong, tweet me at Pod Show and Tell and tell us your memories of playing Cranium. <laughs> just or tell us just how to play. <laughs> how to play because we we don't really understand. What about Top Trumps? Did you ever have? Uh, I know they're not strictly a car. Uh, board game but cards yeah no i never had top trumps no, i quite like top trumps like because i think you if you get it in a genre like because obviously they kind of you collect them didn't you so they were like yeah. different i mean it started off probably like you know different things like animals and <sighs> minds gone blank but like then it kind of so many different kinds that like chimed in with like football teams with um you know tv shows i had some doctor who one ones i had oh. some little britain ones and i think like it's quite nice to sort of like have those ones that kind of chime with the thing you're interested in and i suppose the idea is you could learn some facts yeah about things as well yeah yeah i am um, talking of like card games i mean this isn't like a card game card game it's more like an imagination one as well i guess but like cards against humanity oh i've never 
and your eyes just lit up spookily. <laughs> I don't think I've ever played it, but I'd like to. But mm-hmm. I've I'm I realise that there's like a there's always a, a, a drama around it. It's always yeah. there's a bit of a oh sort of feeling mm. around I mean, it's, this game. It's sort of daring people to say unacceptable things, isn't it? Really? Yeah. I played it once. Okay. And it is one of those really uncomfortable things, isn't it? Where like, because obviously, the point is that you're put, you're like, one card gets. Is is this right? You get one card that sort of um, has a sentence on it that people have to finish, and everyone has a, a range of different answer cards. You know, they could end it, and it could they could end up. The is the idea that you're supposed to say the most shocking, unacceptable thing. I guess. So is it like scruples? Well, I was, do you know I was going to come on to the. Uh, the interesting minefield that is scruples. Yeah, Explain to our cool. listeners what what scruples is. Well, I don't know where to start. I, <laughs> I only, I my only experience of scruples, apart from when we started inventing our own version, oh. was um, <laughs> when a mutual friend of ours bought like a bought scruples in a, I think in a charity shop mm. or something and it was like an 80s version and it's basically you're given these different scenarios they're and, kind of like dilemmas aren't they really yeah and you just sort of you have to choose like what your reaction will be mm. um but I just remember like some of them like that version that we got is so outdated so some of the mm-hmm. dilemmas and scenarios on the cards were very non-PC sure they were very it was very ridiculous. of its time shall we say and yeah. much of it read in today's light is very sexist and racist and Homophobic. supremely exactly and supremely uncomfortable to read in a yeah. 21st century yeah. context so i think i don't i don't know that we spent much time playing and, and much more time going oh Reading my god can you believe yeah. it and either mm. laughing or being like no 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 yeah please don't please don't read that one out yeah yeah um so yeah so then we just started playing our own our own version which was just us going okay so this happens what do you do and they were like the most ridiculous rude (laughs) cheeky things but good Mm -hmm. fun all good fun there you are you see yeah i think you can tell how enjoyable a game is for me at least the more I know that I'm enjoying a game if I'm laughing loads. Oh yeah, and that's what a good a good game, whatever the game is. If you're playing with the right people and the atmosphere is good, mm-hmm. and having a laugh. That's what it's oh, all yeah. about. Well, exactly, and that's that's kind of the point of board games, isn't it? Really, to sort of and winning, winning obvious, the well, game. obviously, <laughs> she's not competitive at all. It's fine. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm all here for the fun. I find playing with competitive people. I, I would probably bet if I knew you're really competitive like some people mm. are competitive and then some people are like live or die competitive well wow. shall we test our our knowledge of the area of board games I'm intrigued to see how many of our questions are similar slash have already come up in this discussion yeah I know for a fact that one of mine definitely has see um, I wrote a contingency which I wasn't sure whether to use but I don't have to now because I've got four questions and I'll just use three I did have as a fourth question true or false David Bowe invented connect four so there you go false I uh, there you are you see so okay. now we know all right would you so like you to like... start oh I'll start okay <clears throat> <laughs> well I mean we've already said this one 
and you already know it, but just 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 for kicks, how long did the longest game of Monopoly last for? Oh, did that last for 70 days? Yes, it did. Well, there you go. Thank you very much. Okay, your first question. What is the name of the patient character in operation? I'll give you three options. A, Poorly Peter. B, Cavity Sam. Or C, Injury Nigel. <laughs> Injury Nigel. I'm, um, I'm going to say Cavity Sam. It was Cavity Sam, yes. But does, does his name change? It may well do. Versions of, and isn't there like a girl version as well? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure you're right. Tweet us if you know. <laughs> what are the different names of the character in operation? And is there a girl version? Um, okay. Okay. Next question for you, Ellen. Thank you very Name much. Jenga yes. is derived from, from a word meaning build in sure. which language? It's funny you should ask me that because I do have a very similar question. So uh, I happen to know that the answer is it in Swahili? It is. Chance? Yeah. Yay! There we go. <laughs> Amazing. My yeah. final question for you then. I mean, I could say what's what does uh, which game's name means to build in Swahili, but I won't bother asking you that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how many levels were there in the tallest Jenga tower ever built? 40. Is correct. Technically oh. with two blocks piled on top. So yes. Oh. I don't know if you can hear, someone next door is using a hoover, so I don't know if that's coming out I on here, but it's fine. It. That's good news. That's all good. Don't hoover up Jenga, it will break your hoover. That is very true. There was, I've seen as well, you get giant Jenga as well, don't you? Which is oh, exciting, yeah. but slightly terrifying if it falls on you. Yeah. How do you feel about board game? You know, you can get those giant board games that are played in like public spaces. That, that's mm. quite fun. That's quite good. Giant like chess. giant chess and stuff. Yeah. I wish yeah. I could. I, whenever I see that, I wish I could play chess. Yeah. And that's, you know. Yeah. Well, you can, you can learn chess. That is true. I should learn chess. I think my computer actually does have a chess game on it, but I've never been brave enough to learn. Well, do it. Dare to dream. Maybe, maybe I should, you know. I'll just sit there and cry because I can't play. <laughs> okay, so this is not a board game, but it is in the games genre. Excellent. Um, how many ways are there to mess up a Rubik's Cube? Ooh. Hmm. See, I feel like this could either be a massive number or a really small one. Hmm. How many? Well, you could. Uh, well, <laughs> I can. I can do a sideline on this, which is my sister messed up my dad's um, Rubik's cube by peeling the stickers off when she was little. But I'm assuming that's not one of the official ways. But as a side note, at Christmas she did actually buy him a new Rubik's cube. Aww. So there you go. It was when she was small she peeled the stickers off. I will hasten to. Anyway, how many ways? Oh, one, two, three, four, five. I'm gonna go. Oh, now do I go like really small or really big? I'm going to give you a hint and say really big. 2,000. Oh no, honey, that is too small. Up your game. <laughs> Up your game. 3 million. Bigger. 84 billion. Oh, no. Let me, let me tell you. Mm. Over 42 quintillion ways Shut to up. mess up has someone room. actually counted that have they gone one two three four five six seven yeah because well there's only one way to get it right and then i think like scientists and stuff have been like yeah this is how everybody gets it wrong fair that's 
that's fair enough. Oh, so when you say what mess up, you mean as in get it wrong, not as yeah. in like change it so that it's mm. well, any anything that doesn't mean mm. that you've completed the Rubik's cube. That's true. You've seen those videos of Justin Bieber doing it in like thirty seconds, right? No, mm. I haven't. And no. he's on uh, Carpool Karaoke with a certain James Corden. He uh, has a Rubik's cube and he does it in. I'm sure it's like thirty seconds or something. I think there was someone at my secondary school at sixth form who could do it like that as well. Wow. Well, apparently the guy who invented it, he accidentally invented the Rubik's Cube as we know it. He was trying to see if you could create a toy, apparently, if you could create a toy that, or something that moved, like you could change elements of it without deconstructing the toy. Mm. And then it evolved and became the Rubik's Cube as we know it. Oh, Again, tweet me if I've got that wrong. But hey, I, you know. I, looked, uh, I read, read up about it. It seemed quite interesting. I don't know if it's true or not. But, but hey, sounds, that sounds plausible. I'm just yeah. looking now because I'm sure I had a Rubik's Cube. I wonder why, oh yeah, there it is. I wonder why Rubik's Cubes are like associated with the 80s because they are, aren't they? And I'm thinking that because I got one at an 80s night that I went to at uni and I still have oh. it on my shelf. And I just oh. wonder, I presume they came out in the 80s, which is why it's very much an 80s thing. But it just, yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it's Rubik's cubes. Like you can get like little keyring ones and miniature mm. versions and all sorts. Really, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the colours are very disco block colours. That's true. Yeah, and very kind of eighties. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, oh. there you are. We didn't even talk about snakes and ladders. <gasps> rumour has it that that's where the phrase yeah. back to square one came from see I heard a different story about square one but you know I did did hear that okay. that's where it came from as well I heard what? that it came from when um on on the radio when football was first being shown and that you got a map of like the football pitch and it was split into squares and people could say where the map where the ball was with the commentary and you it would be marked out in different squares and they'd say oh. when the ball goes back to square one I think that's what I heard, but you know, could be could be snakes wow. and ladders. Might as well be. Maybe maybe they came at the same kind of time. Yeah. Tweet us if you know where Back to Square One came from. <laughs> if you've got another theory, tweet us at Pod Show and Tell. Tell us that as well. Yeah, yeah. I like I like certain theories. Like, like let's be honest, there's mm. certain you know when it's trivial theories, you know, trivial knowledge, general knowledge. That's those kind of theories are fine. That's true, yes. There are <laughs> yeah. certain areas we, we don't need too many theories yeah. creeping out. Yeah. But, you know, light-hearted ones, that's fine. That's good. Yeah. Mm. Um, but thank you so much for, for listening to our podcast today. We thank hope you. you enjoyed it. We hope you are... Um, we hope that it inspires you to go and see what board games you have lying around at home. Well, exactly. You know, during this pandemic, get us through this game. In fact, I think there's a board game called Pandemic, is there not, I believe, where you have to try and help the world out of a pandemic. But, you know, if that mm -hmm. inspires you to uh, make the world a better place or just, you know, dig out your favourite board games and give them a go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but thanks so much, everyone. Take care, stay safe, and uh, tune in next week to the next episode of the Show and Tell podcast. It's bye from me. Bye.